Hello, and welcome to Sutra Side Talk, episode 161. I'm your host, Kamran Shushtar, and with me is... James Selig. We are back after taking a week off. It always feels like when we do these kinds of things where there's maybe... Uh, we're recording like a couple episodes in one week because we'll be gone for a week or something. Uh, or we just take a week off. It feels like we've been gone for like a month or something. It just feels like yeah. a long span of time because it's been like... Really, because we record on the weekends, so then we release and then record the next weekend and whatnot. Since it's been really like two weekends, it feels closer to that of two weeks, which is probably why it feels like that, Yeah, I think, at this point. I, w- I also wish we skipped an episode because of like something fun, like, I don't know, one of us went on vacation or something, but it was just my internet went out. It worked out for me, honestly, because I was yeah. that whole week was, yeah, no, I was out, a Sunday I was like out all day for my buddy's birthday. Uh, I was also like picking people up from the airport. And I don't remember what I was doing on Saturday. I just remember everything being like nonstop. So I was exhausted. It worked out. Uh, I, I tried to get co-host potentially, which everyone else I would have normally picked were all out of town straight up. And uh, I, I was just like the one person that might have been able to. I'm like, hey, this is the span of time we could do it. Does that work? I'm on acid. Oh, never mind. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Damn, so, that's a that's an answer yeah, i wasn't expecting like how about tomorrow and i'm like nope not tomorrow that's not gonna work so i'll be yeah. indisposed for about 12 hours <laughs> yeah more or less uh i won't say who it was but it's yeah it's funny Someone uh, cool someone someone's really cool yeah no god uh, but uh yeah we're here this week and we're making up for what we never got to do before in our thor episode that mm-hmm. was originally supposed to be part of it was uh talking about miss marvel so we got that going on and then if we have time because i don't think so this will be not like one of our longer hour and a half to two hour episodes i don't think yeah, we we'll got see. a we got a deadline we got to go see gamera too <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll explain that in a second too but uh if but. we have time we'll talk about the movie nope which we, we, we saw as well and that was a really good time uh there's plenty of other things to talk about i still got like a backlog of shit i've got like full notes on but uh, I think that'll be next week just because I yeah. think this is like the last big, like big, big thing uh, before we get to like easier I guess shit. Real quick about Nope, though. I do appreciate that it is somehow at the same time what you think it is and it's not what you think. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. Well, yeah, it, we'll, it sounds we'll weird, but like it. it'll it'll make sense if we get to it this episode or more most likely next episode at the latest. Yeah, uh, but we are right. Like this weekend is uh godzilla fest which here in san francisco we have a local theater called the balboa theater which is really awesome and they've done this multiple years now i don't even know if this is like my fourth one now i've been to at this point or fifth uh, maybe that's a good question i i don't even know but i've been going like all i, I think i skipped I say like I've definitely gone at least three times yeah the only one i feel like i didn't go to was the king kong centric one which was like mm. the lot la- the previous one and then this one is uh gamera themed because usually it's just godzilla but they've been bringing in, like, uh, last time was Kong, this time's uh, Gamera. I think next time is going to be Ultraman, which I've never seen any of those movies. Mm-hmm. So I want to yeah, you know, check those out first so I know if it's worth the my title money or for not. this weekend was Gamera Crashes Godzilla Fest all weekend. Yeah. Last time it was Godzilla, King Kong. It was called King Kong Crashes mm-hmm. Godzilla Fest, okay. I believe. But uh, yeah, it's, it's cool. It's a good time. We saw one last night. We just saw one today, and we're going to see another one later today, which is like in between right now. We re- ran back, and we're like, all right, let's record, and then we'll run back out there and <laughs> continue the movie or watch the next one. Uh, and then tomorrow, the reason we're recording today on a Saturday is because Sunday, when we normally record, we're watching three movies. So it's like a, yeah. 
It's like we got weekend passes, so it's a cool thing. And in fact, uh, during nice, this past relaxing, movie, busy weekend. <laughs> exactly. Actually, yeah, it really yeah. does. Yeah, but uh, there was like trivia, and it's really funny because like you know I got Neke Godzilla figures. I got the fucking massive Mondo Godzilla statue here. I don't have anything Gamera really. I got like the the movie collection I got from like the Arrow Video one, but uh, that was just recent. And there was like a trivia question about one of the movies, and ironically enough, it was a movie I saw like two weeks ago. And so they're like, oh, what's the childhood name of, uh, what's uh, Gamera's name that the kid gives him in this movie? And like, I raised my hand and he's like, you back there. And the two guys in front of me think it's yeah. them. And they're like, it's Toto, it's Toto. And I'm like. The guy that was like kind of in front of you, but the guy who was like off to the side, just straight up immediately was, was like, answer. They were like screaming it too. And uh, yeah. the guy just looks at them, looks at me and goes, sorry, I didn't hear what you said. And I'm like, yeah, it, it was Toto. Like, I- <laughs> Yeah, and he just walks over, gives me the prize, which was a uh, Gamera figure right here. Pretty high and detail to one, yeah, too. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. And, you know, these Japanese figures are usually very light. They're very, like, they feel kind of hollow inside. So they're, they're, they always feel kind of flimsy compared to, like, you hold a mono figure and those things are fucking heavy and shit. Yeah. Uh, this thing isn't cheap, though. This was like a $35 and a little green price tag there. $35. They say it's $35. Yeah. <laughs> I think. It's imported, so if you get it, no, yes. that's fair. Yeah, imported. If you get it in uh, Japan, it's probably like twelve bucks or something. Yeah, um, I can see that. Yeah, so I got that, and I'm like, oh, I guess I I got a Gamera figure now. I would not have spent my money on it, but now I got one for free. So, cool, dog. All right. Now you uh, got to get an Ultraman figure to balance it out. I I still have to watch my first. I need to watch all the fucking Ultraman shit before Shin Ultraman releases internationally. I got to check it out. So now that I'm I keep forgetting that season two of the more recent Ultraman anime is oh, on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, I haven't yeah. watched that. I like the first. Well, I was season. gonna wait. Yeah, I always like to in like all these giant monster franchises. I like to watch in like order of release, so that way I can appreciate okay. the newer stuff as it comes, and I'll be like, "Wow, I really like this" because I watched the first one and it made me want to kill myself a little bit <laughs> with Camara. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I feel kind of lucky. It sounds. From what you've told me, it sounds like I'm only seeing the good camera movies this week. Yes, I straight up was like, oh, these are the 90s ones. We'll just do this. If we do the 60s ones, like, actually, you guys were probably here if you, it was the Top Gun episode. If you guys check that one out, I think Miles and I briefly talked about Gamera, I want to say, I think. I don't remember now, actually, if I, we did or not. But we talked about, like, the Showa era, and we were just like, fuck. Nah. But yeah, anyway, we're here for Miss Marvel and maybe Nope. Uh, no news this week, really, besides, like, you know, last week was that Batgirl movie cancellation, big whoop, no, I'm just kidding, that's a big deal. Uh, yeah, uh, people are in, just in fear of all DC movies right now. Yeah, and I, I do want to go into full detail about it, just not here. Uh, yeah. It's going to be part of the Cut of Steel, uh, whatever happened to the DCEU uh, special that I'm working on. And, you know, like I said, that's going to come in due time. Uh and uh we'll we'll talk more about it at the end of the episode but. yeah if we could get danny and the brandons on at the same time to talk about like all the cancellations and stuff that'd be a, i think a really interesting episode uh we're definitely not gonna have everyone on at the same time that would be awful uh yeah. it's okay. too many people I, I, <laughs> that's I, fair yeah it was bad enough having all five of them on for like the snyder stuff because that was just like non-stop rambling uh in i love them all but five people at once on that kind of thing does not it's just yeah. chaotic way that's too fair. chaotic yeah, no, the, the plan for the, the that special, because it's going to be anywhere from like one to three episodes, is I just want one, maybe two people with me. 
uh, talking about each one. And I, the way I see it is I could switch it up between people for each different part, depending on how it goes, where we leave off and jump onto the next thing. But we'll get to that when we get to that, you know, one piece at a time. Right now I'm still in TikTok mode, which is a whole another story. Once again, at the end of the episode, I'll explain it all. Uh, with that said, let's get right into uh, talking about Miss Marvel, which, uh, you know, it was, what, six episodes and recently finished up on Disney+. Plus. It's a very uh, Pakistani-centric show with a lot of the uh, pretty much people creating it, all the showrunners and whatnot. They're all Middle Eastern, and I think majority of them are actually were Pakistani, which was actually highly That's appreciated cool. for it. Uh, and... You know, this is one of the two shows on Disney Plus I think I was looking forward to the most. It was this and Moon Knight. And Moon Knight, you know, didn't really hit like I wanted it to. Like, yeah. straight up, I already forgot that movie. I, I forgot it. Like, if you ask me what happened, I'd be like, I think he fights What's-His-Face once. And the gods, there's like a hippo that talks. Um, <laughs> I think at the end, when, that's we, it. when we talked about it on the show, I think we both were just like, it was okay. It was, it was fun, but like forgettable. Yeah, it. I think it's extra disappointing because it's Moon Knight. It's yeah. like a character I've been looking forward to a lot. And they just kind of like, he just was there and gone. And instead we just kept having a guy that didn't know who the fuck he was. And I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of getting bored now, but okay. Uh, now with Miss Marvel, uh, I'm going to go ahead and write, say it right now. I think this is my favorite Disney Plus show so far. Really? Uh, or uh, Miss Marvel, like uh, Marvel, because her name's Miss Marvel, and then there's Marvel, and it's confusing. But this is probably the uh, the best Marvel show to me so far, or at least the one I've enjoyed the most. I will also say, I have a bit of a bias because I am Middle Eastern, and I'm like, oh shit, Middle Eastern show, and it's not fucking Legends of Tomorrow with two Iranian people that are barely there, and one just smokes weed a lot, and that's it, <laughs> and they don't actually use their powers. So I'm actually very much happy about this one, uh, and enjoying myself. Uh, with this character and you know the comic she's based on is i've said it before one of the best comics marvel has probably put out in the last 10 years and it's the one i would recommend anyone to read out of any marvel comic uh easily uh it's just like two volumes or something for the very first uh yeah. run on i've been uh, the character tempted recently to get a marvel unlimited subscription just to like get back into reading comics and read the stuff that I missed, like for Venom and stuff. And if I ever do that, then I'd probably throw Miss Marvel on uh, that list too. Cause I've only heard good things about like the, yeah, for sure. And the, if you're like, getting Marvel limited, you may as well get your money's worth too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You're like, yeah. So, uh, talking about this character in this show, Kamala, uh, I think she was really well done. She very much feels like a kid. Like this is the whole thing is she's a high school girl doing high school shit and now she has superpowers and she doesn't know where they're coming from it's different than it is in the comic we'll get to that but at first i just want to talk about her herself and her personality i and... think the actress was perfectly cast because if you ever watch any of her like uh red carpet like interviews with ign and stuff she is a literal fangirl of, of Marvel and stuff and that is exactly miss marvel in the comics too from what i've heard she's like a huge avengers fan yeah, Iman Vanali, I believe that's her name. Uh, she, the kid is great. Like, in all her interviews, she sounds like she knows her shit. And, you know, majority of the actors are like, yeah, I play this character. He was in a comic book. Yeah. And, I, you know, I, I learned some quips for this movie. And I'm like, that's, fuck. 
God damn it, Mark Ruffalo. But uh, like for her, she's like, I, I, I've read this stuff. I'm a big fan of it. Yeah. And she goes into a very, very slim amount of people that I have like this extra respect for, for actually knowing like the material beforehand or like knowing all of these characters, which she, <laughs> yeah, ironically enough, I'm like, so who are the three? Well, you see, it's Batman, Miss Marvel and Superman are like the main ones. And it's like Ben Affleck is actually a really big comic book fan. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah i feel Henry so bad cavill, for him being henry cavill is like the king yeah i know and, and henry cavill's like having a bad time <laughs> yeah and henry cavill's the king of that shit and then you have now uh iman benali and it's just like god damn like she she even i love that she argues with kevin feige about like what the universe is and kevin feige yeah. doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about too. she literally sounds so excited to be working on a marvel show oh yeah it's funny because he calls this he calls the MC like the six one six, even though it's not. Like, and she's like, it's not. <laughs> and it, everyone knows it's not because it's like yeah. well, the Marvel comics is six one six. That doesn't yeah. make any fucking sense. It's like saying, yeah, there's Earth one in DC, and then there's Earth one in DC. Yes, that's then of I, course how it then works. I chuck rock at your head, <laughs> idiot. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, she she knows her shit. And she plays that character pretty much as much as I'd want it to be because the, the comic itself is very, it's a funny comic. Like, it's very humorous. They make faces in it and all this shit. And, you know, a lot of the, you know, in any type of medium, whether it's animated or drawn, you know, you could be a little bit more, I guess, uh, what would the name be for it? Um, to make it more, emo not emotional, but more, um, it could be much more uh, embellished. I guess embellished unrealistic of like yeah. their facial re expressions and reactions and stuff where it does look cartoony. And obviously you can't really do that live action. Exaggerated. I think. Yes. Yeah. Exact. That's the word for it. Damn, I blank on that. But she does as good as you can get with, since it's unless you're vis effects thing, uh, visual effects doing shit on it. She can't really over exaggerate her expressions or yeah. do it without looking cringy or something. Uh, so she does pretty much everything really well. And she reminds you, she's a high school kid. She's not some adult character like the others. Uh, not even like Kate Bishop, who's in like college and pretty much finishing college, it seemed like. Yeah. Uh, or, or Yelena, who's probably in her like 20s as an assassin and stuff. So like all these characters are like older. She's at this point, I want to say like the youngest uh, besides. How old is Peter supposed to be? He's he like just 18. went to college. Yeah, he just yeah. went to college. So he's like 18. Okay. Oh, America Chavez is like the only one that might be younger than her. Maybe. maybe I think. Because uh, she's like, what, 15 or something? I don't know. I don't remember if they actually But she's also said. a high schooler. But yeah. Uh, Kamala just has great nerd feelings. She has great humor. Well, like the first arc is her sneaking out. like To a convention. To a, Yeah, to an Avengers convention. Dressed as yeah. Ms. Marvel. Or as Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> she tried her best for them. It was a cool outfit. That's the best part. For like, like a first try, that was like a pretty good cosplay. For I mean, sure. It's better than me. Like I usually just buy my shit. I can't. I can't. Does she it. even have like a glowing like mohawk? Like that That would be hard to do. Exactly. Uh, but they got her down really well. They got her parents down well. And, you know, the only thing they were missing more was more of like uh, the thing that they do. They're like, ah, <laughs> like that's a very <laughs> Middle Eastern thing. We're like, ah. Uh, I loved her parents. Her dad is so yeah. funny. Her dad was great. 
they they do look a little bit different than they are. I love Bruno comics. like uh he like created a whole universal remote and stuff just so his dad like her dad didn't have to like do anything. Yeah, he's just like, oh, thank you, Bruno. But yeah. the whole thing too is like her dad in the comic is a little bit bigger, um, and he looks a lot more serious compared mm-hmm. to this one. This is a much more playful version of her father, which still worked out really well. In the and comics, did her fam- does her family know about her? Eventually, okay. Uh, her mom figures it out uh, and doesn't tell her for a while that she knows. Uh, like she just goes like, "Oh, I knew," and you're like, "The fuck?" When you're reading <laughs> it. Um, I can't remember if her dad and brother know. Yeah, because I was really um, surprised that in this show, like literally within the first season, like everyone knows. Yeah. And they're supportive uh, too. They're like, it's so cool. My daughter's a superhero. Yeah, no, it's it's very, they, they just kind of throw away the secret identity for the most part. Besides yeah. like, you know, if you're not in the inner circle and whatnot. All of her brother's like, yeah, I overheard his dad was on speakerphone. <laughs> Oh, she like told him immediately. Yeah. That was fucking. Hilarious. She was like all getting ready to tell them, and she they're like, "Well, we knew already. It's you know, it's too late." Uh, but her brother was done well. The whole thing with her brother is he is like a guy who feels like a religious bum, where he's always like ultra religious, and then like it's like, "Well, what do you do?" He's like, "I worship," and it's like, yeah. "You don't do shit." <laughs> um, and they always make fun of him for it in the comic and shit. Um. The sister-in-law is pretty much exactly uh, as she is in the comic as well. I think they show her brother. She has a little brother that Kamala actually goes to high school with, I believe. And uh, they become huh. friends at a certain point, too. Um, Did she kinda... have a little brother in this show? I, that... That's I couldn't remember. That's Yeah, I don't saying. remember. Like, I, I did, it, the, you would notice if it's at the wedding. I don't remember yeah. for sure I'm at the wedding, though. I, I can't recall. Um, he could be a part of season two, maybe, if they do... Uh, continue it which they should but uh because they barely did anything I, for it as, we, as it is currently i do love that like for half the show people were like it's nightlight yeah it's uh, fucking hey he broke my leg uh, <laughs> she broke my leg it's like, was like, that on purpose it. shut up <laughs> so fucking funny uh yeah and you get the full sense of like community with everything uh with the mosque and all the people there it's very like peaceful and shit, and obviously you know like the the tones of it are very anti, yeah, uh, anti like just not white but um anti racial, anti racist I guess you could say. Um, well, it's like it was very clear that like the Department of Damage Int- uh, Control kept specifically going to the mosque to fuck with them because they felt like they could intimidate them into like just giving them what they wanted. Yeah, I did love her the, the Karen character. Yeah. Her, yeah. Her friend who was like running for like mosque chair. I think it was Nadia or something like that. Let me double check her. Name. I forget what she was running for exactly, but like I did love she just straight up stood Nakia. up to shit. She just straight up stood up to uh the uh DOD people and was like, Yeah, you do not have the right to be here. Just get the fuck out. <laughs> My boyfriend's in there and he's just like, I'm your boyfriend. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's fucking good. Uh yeah, I know. And the whole thing too is uh the Imam there, the man in charge of the mosque, uh, Kamala does go to him for advice like all the time in the comics too. Like he's one of her advisors, more or less. I don't think she ever goes mm. there as Miss Marvel. I can't recall, but uh, yeah. Kind of like how uh, Matt, the daredevil, goes to his um, priest. Yes, but Matt's just like, yo, fuck Faith and you're my <laughs> mom. What the fuck is this shit? Like that, that one's a little bit different, I think. This one's a little bit more heartfelt, whereas the other one's got a lot of... Um, hate imbued within it um 
but the plot for the show i think is where it, it fell on the fell on its side a little bit where you have kind of multiple plots going through you have kamala she is coming of age she's uh the whole thing is like i'm going through changes but it's like oh fuck i have powers and yeah. like everything with the bracelet i can make hard light constructs she's finding out about herself and learning about her family her past her people whether it's going to pakistan uh pakistan and like learning about everything there uh from just like oh this is where most you know this is where your people come from just like understanding it more especially when her cousins are showing her around and and whatnot uh there is also the whole form of her figuring out what she is because she's like part gin even though it's kind of like yeah that was interesting i wasn't expecting that it was interesting it was also kind of like the most generic thing you could possibly think of at the same time too i guess as far um, as like middle eastern culture that yeah every, everyone, everyone thinks what's the middle eastern thing oh the genie the gin and it's like yeah, yeah let's do that one it's like fuck dude why is it always genies like, they also ah. called them like the clandestines which i yeah i had never heard of before well i mean that's the whole thing is none of that's in the comics at all uh, none of this is in the comics like i'll i'll get to that after but just the plot itself without reflecting on its source material uh they have that going on with her learning about the clandestines and pretty much these people these jinn from another fucking universe are like we want to get back through any means necessary and then at the same time you have damage control hunting her down going oh we have an unregistered meta that we have to take care of and if it's a kid you know it's an unregistered child meta we're not going to let this slide we have to deal with this yeah she could be potentially dangerous yeah and you have all these different subplots going on, not to mention like the personal subplots. There's the subplot with her mom, the subplot with Bruno, the subplot with Kamran. God, it's so fucking weird to say. The first time uh, I heard like the character's name was Kamran, I was like, oh my God, they actually got it right. What? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Um, so you have her main coming of age, which more or less I think is good. I think they do a good job with that in the short amount of time they have to kind of hit it i uh, i think this you, ep- this show definitely could have used an- another episode or two and yeah it would have been fine well the thing is with these someone was pointing pointing out now a lot of these things are going on are usually hey you know this person in this costume that knows all this shit you want to watch a show about them yeah well guess what what oh they don't get the suit you see them at the very last episode for 20 minutes and you're like the fuck is this shit why do they all do this it's it's become a very big trope like i'm i think it's easy to say that it is now at this point a marvel trope at this point um they do it with almost every single thing practically now if it's a new hero or new character or even fucking daredevil does it now like he, at the very end oh i see what you mean the just like they're not complete until the end of the season at least the first yeah season. and it's like i get it but at the same time everyone's doing it if everyone's doing it it feels less important now because it's just here's this here's green flavor now we're doing blue flavor and then after that you're gonna get yellow flavor in like two months and you're like okay i can't wait for yellow flavor though okay i'm a big Dude, fan of yellow, yellow. yeah um <laughs> uh, so you have that going on uh the clandestine the whole backstory of where the gin come from and all those people and they're like weird because they're just like one minute hey you can help us and we can help you uh 20 minutes later we're crashing the wedding we're gonna fucking kill everybody yeah. you better help us right now and it's like 
right there, that was the first Kraken you see in the plot, and you're just like, oh, fuck, this show is already going to be, like, short attention span to, yeah. to the max. I like, think, I think the reason why that bothered me was that, like, they they spent decades waiting for an opportunity to find a way home. And I get that they were lying to Kamala the whole time that, like, they're just going to use her if they need to to get home. Yeah. But they almost within hours were like, it's been too long. We've given her too much time to make a decision. We need to go act now. And I, I just thought that was a little bit rushed. Yeah, no, it was very rushed. And you pretty much, it gets wrapped up, what, in the fifth episode very quickly. Like, yeah. it's not even, it's just done. So really, you don't see her until, what, episode two is when that happens. Because the whole convention stuff happens in the first episode. Yeah. So that means two, three, four, and five. There's like four episodes where they get introduced, they crash, you get to Pakistan, and then it wraps up, and then that's it. And you're like... And they even had that one whole episode that's like a flashback to the partition, which was cool. And it was it made me interested to like actually learn more about that history, because I do not remember our history classes talking about that much. They didn't. Yeah, no, there's there's a lot of history we didn't cover, but also yeah, there's the not enough time. In, there's the not enough time in an entire year that they go because you know they just go like, oh, one year of your high school is going to be world history, yeah, and then one year is American history, and then that's it, and then you got to go learn economics or some shit. Yeah, it just feels like that was a very important piece of history for that part of the world, and it's just I, I've never heard of it before. Yep. So we, we briefly get that and it's wrapped up. I think that was probably the weakest part of the show was the entire, I guess, more or less the Jin storyline. Yeah. Uh, it felt very, not shoehorned. It, it felt natural at first. It just felt incredibly rushed. Yeah. Especially the end where it's just like, okay, we got the portal open. Cool. And then Kamala was like, no, but think about your son. And she's like, you're right. And I was very confused how she sacrificed herself to close the portal and give her power that she didn't seem to have like normally to Kamran. And now he's got the same powers as Kamala, but similar type. Yeah. But she, but he doesn't need like a bangle to unlock it. So I don't know. It, it's a, it's well, the whole thing is the bangle doesn't actually, Kamala has the powers without the bangle. Yeah. Uh, it they, just kind of was the, it was the ignite. It ignited. The, the power of anything. yeah so it definitely i mean we've said it multiple times at this point it just it felt like they wrapped that last uh that storyline up real fast and then the last episode was mostly just kill uh dealing with the um the after damage control and that's it yeah. and yeah and the damage control it was just stuff. damage control pretty much uh yeah and the whole damage control storyline also like the whole thing is they were there at the beginning and then they're gone, and then they're back at the end. Like, they yeah. just kind of appear and reappear. I literally forgot about them for, like, the middle of the season. Yeah, no, it's a... I definitely got what they were trying to go for, the because the whole thing is like, look out, it's the angry red people. They're angry at us for being brown again. It's like, yeah. oh, no. And it's like, wait, hang on. We got to fight amongst ourselves first. And then at the very end again, oh, wait, no, we know who the real enemy is, and we better get ready for him. And it kind of goes in that style i felt like um more or less i think that's an abbreviated kind of version of what the whole plot was for the enemies at least uh and then you have kamran who once he gets his powers is the antithesis of kamala because he 
it, she sees all of the good that can happen within everything. He sees all the bad of like, That's look, this is point. how they see us. Yeah. He's like, this is how they see us. This is how they perceive us, whether or not I'm brown. Yeah, they'll or never accept, accept us and yeah. stuff like that. And then, you know, once things get too far, then he goes, well, what do I, I, I don't know what to do now. Like, I, it's that whole thing of, well, you've already gone this far. How do you stop? Yeah. And she's like, I can show you. And then, Definitely you know, a teenager gets, would be like, I, what do I do? Yeah. And, you know, she figured this out for him, sends him to Pakistan. So now he's with the Red Daggers of all people. <laughs> um which will actually be really interesting if they keep going with that in season two, I'm sure. Uh, but you get a lot from that. And the whole thing with Comron too is like, well, I guess to break it down really fast, like watching this for me, it was very interesting because my whole life, my whole fucking life, I've had to go either as Cameron, Cameron, yeah. if I'm lucky, Comron, or Cameron, uh, and like it's always been correcting people throughout my whole life. Uh, some people, I you know, it took me years to correct them and get them to say my name correctly. And that was like elementary, middle school, my K through eight. And then what happened? I went to high school right when everyone's like Cameron and my like, cool new school. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, "What are we calling you?" And I'm like, "I don't know. What do you want to call me?" And that's kind of how it went. And then I got like eight nicknames, uh, depending on what athletic team I was on. I'd get a Cam new nickname or, every or time. I got what I get. Like I, I had Dipset because of okay. uh, Kill a Cam from Dipset. Uh, so I had Dipset, Kill a Cam, Donuts, uh, Cam, and then yeah, that, that was yeah, that was like all these different high school names. Donuts was my track name. Uh, right. My coach gave me. I kept asking for donuts. So it just uh, getting called donuts. Uh, he'd be like, "Hey, coach, I'm gonna get the donuts," and then I had the baton it in my neck, and I'd be like, "Oh, fuck." <laughs> Uh, so, you know, all that looking, you know, you go to any place, whether it's uh, a touristy place, Disneyland, whatever, whatever the fuck it is. And they have that whole little keychain or cool little like ID card thing for whatever ride. And it has all the names and you're like, my name will never, ever be yeah. here. I got lucky. Ever. I got James, which is a very yeah, you're typical very white name. If I was very lucky, you know, I'd see Cameron maybe and I'd be like, well, I'm not buying my, I'm still not my name. I'm not going to buy it. But it was like, that's, that was like the closest it got. And I get it. You know, there's not many comrades. Of course, you're not going to fucking manufacture that shit for profit. Obviously, I get it. But it's still growing up. It, I mean, you can still have like sucked. one or two in case someone yeah. shows up. <laughs> I guess. But yeah, it sucked at the same time. You know, yeah. I never got to really get that. So I'd get the always like visitor or some bullshit like generic thing. Um, and then eventually, like I met like one or two other comrades in my life. One actually straight up just went with Cameron cause it was easier. Like he didn't even try. Mm. Uh, another I think was Cameron and, uh, he was cool. And then, you know, the very first time I heard my name in media, cause you know, there's so many people with similar things like Cameron, 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 everything's Cameron. And then a couple times you hear like Schuster maybe which my last name's like, you know, Schuster. But you hear Schuster sometimes, and then you look in some fucking white blonde guys there, and you're like, okay, never mind, that's not even the same. Never, uh, that's not even, we're not even gonna go there. But uh, there's one movie, Olympus. Had, you know that movie Olympus Has Fallen? It's like Gerard Butler. Yeah. Uh, there was a sequel called London Has Fallen, and I think the villains in it are Iranian uh, for some fucking reason. And uh, you know they're like, let's have the Iranians attack London. And I'm just like, of course they would, you know, whatever the fuck. 
and there's political stuff I could say about that at the same time, but I won't. That's not the right show for that. But uh, at one point, Gerard Butler's character gets on the phone with one of them, and he's like, who are you? And he's like, Comron. And I'm like, oh, shit. And then Gerard Butler goes, Cameron, who the fuck? I don't give a shit who you are. And I'm like, yeah. And they do that on purpose of like, he mispronounces the name and doesn't give a fuck. And that dude probably died. Like Gerard Butler could probably kills him. I immediately stopped the movie and never watched it again. I never finished it. I was like, this movie fucking sucks already. I could already tell what direction they're going in with this bullshit. But uh, sorry, I just wanted to go through all that because it's like a very personal thing for me where then we get to Miss Marvel. And I knew there was a character named Cameron that he's like later on in the books, not the ones I've read. It's a different creative team that did it later on. Uh, so I never really read it myself. I just knew that there was someone with that name and I'm like, oh, it's crazy. And then they say it here and they hear Cameron. And I'm like watching, I got my headphones on and I'm just like, and I like fucking freak out because it's the very first time in my entire life I heard my name on a show. And it was the freakiest thing for me. And I could not believe it at all. It was. And I don't think they get insane. it wrong the whole time either. Every time they get it right. Even though Cameron gets Bruno's name wrong like every year. Right, that, yeah, like, that was so episode. funny. That was really good. He's I like, was like, oh, I've been calling so you Brian this whole time. I'm so sorry. Like, oh, shit. Sorry, mate. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> I'm British, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was really cool hearing him. And, you know, he's like this cool guy, too. So I'm enjoying it even more. And then you get to the end, and I'm like, I'm praying. I'm like, please, please don't make Comron the villain. Please, <laughs> like, yeah. don't do this to me. This is the one good thing I got going, guys. I don't want to go back to the Persian weed guy in the fucking Legends of Tomorrow. Please don't do this. <laughs> uh, so, like, nah, Comron's definitely coming back for, if not season two, like eventually. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just like, please don't kill him or make him bad. That's all I was like, come on, just like try to keep this guy on, on the cool side. And you know, they do it and he gets away and shit. And I'm very happy about that. But um, yeah, it was, it was just like a big deal having a character like that show up and it was really cool. And I'm really happy too. They got the red daggers in because that is like a thing in the original story. Like she does to go to Pakistan. She does meet red dagger and it's like this cool thing that they show and you see it here. And I don't think they, it was usually just him. He's it's different in this too. Um, in the comics, it's just a local Pakistani uh, hero. He's like Pakistani Batman, more or less. Uh, I don't think there were like whole red dagger things in like a whole organization in the comic that I recall. So when they do it this time, I'm like, oh, this is different. And they have like a, a head guy until he gets fucking off in this. But I was like, oh, that's interesting. And they're there specifically just to kill clandestines. That's even more interesting. Yeah, um, that was very specific yeah i think they said they take care of other things too when it calls for it but their main focus that they were formed was because of the clandestines and i did love they had a uh, a whole holographic display like powerpoint presentation on who the clandestines are and why they try to stop them from going home yeah and i I did also appreciate that they're the ones that kind of give kamala the the start to her outfit yeah the the scarf that was cool they gave her the scarf, but I th- didn't they also, did they also give her the blue? Yeah, he gives her the blue. Uh, did he? That's like, yeah. He gives her the blue and later on she gets the scarf. Okay. Because I remember I her mom makes the costume. Yeah, I think she got the materials neat. and then went from there with it. I'm pretty sure. Um, oh, but, right. 
Yeah, I vaguely remember them making a point of like saying that it's like a special fabric or something like that. Yeah. So overall, I think the plot was good, but it just fell short a lot because of how much there was things rushed in it. And it definitely felt very much like uh, we were getting a cliff notes almost of Kamala yeah. instead of a full on novella also yeah if they were gonna uh, stick to like six episodes they maybe shouldn't have done like two or three storylines yeah it was getting into the bbs territory if that makes sense um that's kind of my blueprint of too too many many things too many cooks in the kitchen yeah there's so many cooks uh and then i guess getting into the nitty-gritty here the length and pacing of the show which the pacing we kind of talked more or less about here where i think it was well paced when it got into her kind of dealing with personal things, when it was her goofing off, when it was her with her friends and family. Yeah. And then the pacing went off when it became the areas in the plot where things got too rushed. So those kind of get, will go hand in hand, I would say, where anything that was kind of um, travel or uh, clandestine oriented was not good pacing. Yeah, but... I was surprised. She traveled to Iran really fast. And then just, like, left in the next episode. Yeah. And it was... Well, yeah, 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 pretty much. Uh, Otherwise, the length... uh, So this is probably my biggest complaint is the length of this show. It was a very bad length. Uh, I did not like it whatsoever. Six episodes, like, they're like, you know, normally you'd get, like, two hours for a movie. And instead we were, like, you know, given six. And, you know, that's a lot. And I'm like, no, it's not. That's, That's shit. That's crap compared to other shows. This isn't even a movie anyway. If it was a movie then you could have written it like a movie, but it wasn't. So it feels like it's just, it doesn't feel like it's a movie. Like this is, this is the antithesis to Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan and Miss Marvel came out at the same time and they both have issues, but they have issues for the opposite reasons. So Miss Marvel was made as a show, but it was made too short of a show when it should have had a lot more episodes and length in it to really flesh out everything going on here to really make it do well whereas obi-wan was originally written as a film they took that same script and then just threw bullshit into it to make it into six episodes so it went from something that was two hours i was just like that would have been way better as a movie (laughs) and so that was actually too long Mm -hmm. and you could kind of see the differences here where I'm, I think, I don't know if I complained about it in the Thor episode, but the, the six episode format that Disney Plus does in general is actually a very bad format. It is not a good format whatsoever. It doesn't give you, it either gives you too much time for something or too little time. Yeah. Uh, the other case I would say is too much time was probably the Hawkeye uh, series. Yeah. Because that felt too long. That was just kind of like, it felt like, I, I said it before, it was like a six hour Christmas special. Dude, if they had done just like a Christmas movie with Hawkeye, that would have been fucking fine. Yeah, they could have, <laughs> they, they definitely could have cut it down a lot more. Um, Or if they wanted to really do, it's one of those things where you could have made it shorter as a film, or you could have made it longer, put more into it and not done what you did with it because it was just kind of whatever. Yeah. Whereas, you know, most other shows that are six episodes, you know, Captain America, Winter Soldier, or whatever, uh, that felt short it didn't feel like anything even happened in it and same thing i think even with like loki uh loki felt too short but then again that's like oh we'll get season two and i'm like bro you could have probably done season two in this too and just had 12 episodes and you would have probably had a better turnout for that i think even though it is probably one of the more popular marvel shows out there currently i would say 
but the ones that got it right uh, are Netflix with the Marvel shows there. 13 yeah. episodes is that sweet spot because we go to, let's say, CW. And you get the CW length for everything. And it's like 26 episodes all an hour long. And you're like, I want to jump off a cliff because I'm so fucking bored. And half these episodes are filler or they just don't feel interesting. And it's not even like that whole thing where you're kind of missing that Scooby-Doo monster of the week thing where shows do that. This like It still feels like there's an overall plot and they're still focusing on this one thing. And they just but drag they f- it out. They drag it out for 26 episodes and you're like, stop, stop, please. Could we do anything else? Like that, that's why the first season of the flash was good. And then later on, you're just like, there's five seasons of the flash and I think they should stop. And then they go, there's eight seasons of the flash. And you're like, fuck. Yeah. Like how long can you keep this going? Yeah. How do you keep doing this? It's horrible. Like, don't do this to us, please. But what I'm saying though, for Miss Marvel is, too short needed more if it was 13 or 12 episodes i think it would have been eight would have been marvelous yeah even eight would have done more because think about it two more 45 minute episodes to just flesh out the clandestines more to give them that reason of to give that plot of hey we're not going to do it the peaceful way anymore we're going to do it the hard way well why are you doing it the hard way i don't know let's figure that out yeah. in a whole episode or two episodes instead of just going i don't want to wait anymore let's do it now and like, you know getting through that maybe if they'd had an episode where they show how the clandestines got like banished from their home world cuz they they were very clear that they were banished and they they were trying to find a way to like force their way back in no matter what but like, I just never understood why, like, what their motivations were other than I'm just homesick and I want to get home. Yeah. And what's funny is, like, in those cases, you feel like, well, if they're, like, banished for this long, is there someone waiting for you over there? Or you just want to go back to your also own that, place? Yeah. Like, can't you just make a home here? Like, what's the big fucking deal? Like, why do they need that, to get back so bad? Yeah. Without that explanation, without that depth, there is no... You don't have that sympathy. You don't have that feeling or yeah. care for that. That's how you get a poorly written villain. Yeah, they just it becomes like a flat at the end. Yeah, that's how you get a bad villain. Like if you don't have an explanation, like that's my complaints for Thanos and other characters like that, where you just get kind of bored. Whereas like I said it before, yo, the first five minutes just explaining gore told me everything yeah. I needed to know about that character and gave all of his motivations and the reasons why he was doing what he was doing. And they couldn't even do that in six hours of miss marvel which like i said it was too packed i mean had too much shit going on even thanos got like a minute where he was like oh yeah this is titan my home world it i i told everyone it was gonna you know collapse and everyone was gonna die and i was right that's why yeah. i'm doing what i'm doing and we don't actually see anything or know anything else about it no, but or it, the fact that now least... we know your brother's a white guy but you know fuck it but that's at least more than the clandestines got of just like i want to get home well why yeah because it's home because yeah <laughs> yeah no and yeah uh so or just like if more more specifically like why were they banished yeah because that was and another thing they didn't cover i think the the fact that hopefully they're done with the bullshit six issue format that they've been doing yeah is almost over because i was complaining about she hulk already and i was not I'm not one of those guys that are like, this show sucks and it's, it hasn't even come out yet. I'm saying like, I'm worried. 
if this is just six episodes again, yeah. what's it? What's to stop it from doing the same thing these others have been failing to do? And someone then came up to me. Someone like online was like, "Hey, it's eight episodes." And I'm like, "Really?" And they're like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Oh shit! Okay, then I have more hope for this show because I did not know that." And yeah. I'm <laughs> glad that they're doing at least eight episodes for this. And then, um, what was it Daredevil: Born Again? They said already. Yeah, it's like eighteen episodes. Yeah. And I was floored with that. And I'm like, oh, you know what? Fuck it. I'll take it. I'll take I'm assuming now they're probably gonna be 30 minutes or something, but I'll fucking, you know, that's cool with me. Uh, but I think honestly, if they can do eight to twelve in that range for all their future Marvel shows, then I think they're gonna do a good job. Yeah. I think and it's then, just generally a bad idea to try to force a like as a single show time format for every story yeah because not every story needs the same amount of time to tell itself like some stories can be told in five episodes some need 13 or 15 like i think it's also you got to look at the way they do things and how probably insane their business is of mm -hmm. we have to make sure disney plus is occupied 24 7 yeah, just such a that quick turnaround that everyone shows. talks about every week and that more or less would get into what I want to talk about next, which is uh, kind of comic to this, like all the differences, which uh, some of it actually has to do with a little bit of the budget, I will say, and the quality of things, because that is a, a thing that does get into it too. Right. I'll have to defer to you on this one, because like I mentioned earlier, I haven't, I haven't had, I haven't taken the opportunity to uh, read this comic yet. Yeah, no worries. So the big changes here, I guess, you know, with just, you know, I talked about her parents looking a little bit different and whatnot. Um, Comrade doesn't come in until later. Like this kind of takes multiple uh, different creative teams works and puts them together into these six episodes. Mm -hmm. But Kamala in this, you know, she's a apparently a djinn who may or may not be a mutant, we find out later on. Yeah, I and loved when Bruno said, like, it's like you got a mutation, and they did that. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's and the we'll, sound. We'll get to that, I would say, like, at the end of this uh, portion. But, like, um, so, like I said, Jin and potentially a mutant. So, and, you know, Jin, they make it more Pakistani-oriented, even though it's not even really Pakistani-oriented yeah, anymore it's because it's more of otherworldly shit. Yeah. Considering you look at the like you look at the people there and not all of them are Pakistani and you're like okay so it's not even it's like a weird it's you make it feel Pakistani but it's not it's not even like a this world of shit you're like in a fucking alien or something yeah to me it just felt like they decided to say like these extra dimensional beings just are close enough to the jinn that people called them jinn yeah which was weird it's, to me it, it, yeah it's kind of weird so you have that in the comic Kamala Khan is an inhuman mm -hmm. and it's the whole thing of the Terrigen mist come out and it affects her and she gets the powers like that so it is completely different and i do get why they want her change powers it. are different in this i mean she yeah. uses them similarly but which I, oh, i'll get to soon okay but um the whole thing with it was i get why they didn't want to make her an inhuman with this one for two reasons uh the first being no one likes that him. Well, yeah, the first being no one fucking... Inhumans fucking suck. The fact that they tried to replace the X-Men with Inhumans in comics and everywhere yeah. else was a fucking joke to the point where you even see that Inhuman show flop like hell. It's unfortunate. Or that they were, like, pitching the shit out of it in Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and stuff. They were like, yeah. Inhumans, Inhumans. Well, it's really unfortunate because uh, I, I personally think the Inhumans are a cool thing, but you will never be able to replace the X-Men and the mutants with them. You just yeah. can't. 
Uh, and now they're like trying to make the Eternals fucking huge. And I'm just like, I don't also care about them either. Good luck. But, uh, the Inhumans, you know, they aren't really big in the MCU right now. They're not big in comics anymore. In fact, I think they killed off a lot of them in the comics, apparently. Um, but with this now, they're like, well, if we're not even utilizing the, the Inhumans anymore in the movies we should make Kamala something more oriented, which they then changed to the gin because they can make it more culturally oriented. Kind of a little bit, considering then you find out more of where they came from and you go, never mind, it's not culturally oriented yeah. anymore. Uh, but you get the difference there. And with that difference for me, I was fine with it, honestly. I'm like, cool, that's cool, that's fine. I don't even like the Inhumans, so that works out for me even more because she was the only Inhuman I actually cared about at this point. And it saves also, them. At least once they get their powers, the Inhumans and the Mutants are like very similar. Yeah. And then uh, the other being, well, I'll save the X gene for later because that just brings in, it doesn't even bring in the, the conversation about her being a mutant. It brings in the conversation of the X-Men in general in the MCU, which is why I don't want to talk about it just yet. Okay. Uh, but the other thing being her powers are different. So in the comics, Kamala Khan, or I guess in this show, she has like, cosmic powers where she has like glowing fucking bigger fists she seems and to stuff. literally make hard light constructs yeah she she straight up has like light powers and then she sort of embiggens herself not really it's like yeah. she uses the hard light to make herself like crystal armor almost like the light armor right yeah that was a little bit weird i, I don't i understand that like in the comics she she shouts and embiggen and she like makes herself all huge i feel like they could have maybe saved that for season two because she could have just done the thing in this one. Because it felt weird that she already well, she... had like a word for it. But So know. when she was in there, did it feel like she looked bigger? Or did it feel like the constructs made her bigger? Did I... she look physically bigger? It's weird. Because I want to say, she, to me, she did somehow look physically bigger. Even though that doesn't make sense. And I think what they were trying she to do was just have her true. like body get bigger. and Like she was kind of piloting like a hard light mech, sort of. But... Because, like, her head wasn't covered in hard light, so I I don't think she was supposed to physically be bigger. It was just, like, she was kind of enveloping herself in bigger a bigger light thing. But, so, like, it kind of got the embiggen effect. It just looks different. Yeah. It was, uh, I think it, it looked better um, when whenever she just did, like, a fist or whatever. Because, like, that's the thing that I could see, like, a, a high school uh, student... Or someone that young or that age, just like, how do I use my hard light powers? Punch people with big fists. <laughs> yeah, so they, they at least at the very end do kind of do it a little bit. Like she actually, it does look like it. she actually did grow. Yeah. Um. So like I said, she, she is the light power is very cosmic and everything. The fact that she, yeah, the concert she just fucking runs on and stuff. In the comic, she doesn't have any of this shit. Like her straight up, her power is that she can like stretch and make herself bigger. Yeah, and she's smaller almost and like Mr. Fantastic. Similar, but yeah, but she doesn't like go as elastic as she yeah. does. But she just kind of like has this power. She has the strength. Like when she embiggens her hand, she could basically like punch down on you and like. Can she also shrink or? Sh I think she can, if I remember yeah. correctly. I can't. I haven't read her books in a long time. Uh, I do want to reread the original run and kind of read the newer stuff, but I. Uh, yeah, she she pretty much like could change shapes and all this stuff, and it was really cool, honestly. Uh, and then we get like this, and their explanation for it felt very much like bullshit. 
So mm-hmm. I'm I was cool with the inhuman thing. I get that. I get like how that all works and everything else. For this one, I saw two issues that it could have potentially been. Issue number one was uh, if Kevin Feige and them didn't believe in Miss Marvel and they thought this character wasn't good enough to give her own show based on her power set, uh, being like, oh, this girl can like kind of like stretch and do shit. And it's like, that's it. Oh, we don't want to do a show about that. What if we give her these cool fucking cosmic powers and stuff, kind of like more closer to Captain Marvel? Oh, yo, that would work better. Yeah, I think people would like that a lot more. So I think that's one potential reason that occurred. The other being that what is one of the biggest complaints I have for anything Marvel on the screen right now? The visual effects generally are cheapo. Cheapo, budget, low quality, no time. And add the this add one, on top of that that like the stretchy effects for especially like characters like Mr. Fantastic have never looked good on film so far. Yeah. Uh, so far, all they could do is deconstruct him and then blow his face. Yeah, uh, he, st- he stretched his arm for like one second before it could second. look bad. <laughs> yeah, and. So with Miss Marvel, I'm imagining them going, how much does it cost to stretch someone to make them still look like it's part of their body? Yeah, like realistic oh, and not creepy. How much would it cost to throw fake light filters on this character and make her look like she's fucking yeah. pink over her? I definitely oh, feel that, like that like was a third a lot of the cost to make look good. Or at least Probably cool. a quarter to a third of the cost. And I'm like, I'm just guessing. I could be completely wrong. I don't fucking know. I'm, I don't know the shit. But that that's definitely what that felt like too. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And imagine, think about it. You're just putting a character green screened in the air, jumping on little fake little pink things that probably easy as fuck and stuff compared to, hey, we have this character fucking swinging, using her yeah. arms to like climb around and shit. And I've been like, yeah, it's probably a lot more expensive. I could see how that's a lot more. Uh, and you still, even with six episodes, didn't want to do that because obviously it still wasn't even enough with those episodes. Like, come on, guys. I think like but, the only time that's ever looked okay is like The Incredibles with Miss uh, Miss Mrs. Incredible. But that's like a oh, fully yeah. animated movie. Yeah. And so with this, I, you know, I, I didn't appreciate that. And I didn't like that type of power she had. Is it enough that I didn't like the show? Hell no. I still love the show. Is it enough that I don't like the character? Hell no. I still love the character. For sure. I love what the, she's doing and everything else. Does it stop me from watching in the future? No. In fact, I'm now more hyped to watch the Marvels uh, because of this, because I know she's going to be in that movie and she's the reason I want to watch that movie. Yeah. Not Mon- Monica Rambeau's kind of, I'm, I'm very much indifferent on her. She was okay in WandaVision uh captain marvel i could give two shits about i didn't want to watch the movie because i was like oh it's just captain marvel i don't want to watch this again uh Uh, like i at least enjoyed watching captain marvel like the first time but it's i've i will admit i've struggled to try to put that one on in the background whenever i'm just like trying to do a project and i'm just like i'll I'll just want to put something on in the background I'll, i'll watch a marvel movie or whatever and for some reason it's never captain marvel i well, put the whole it on thing for once me, and i got like five minutes in it and i was like i'm not feeling it if, if you go back to the episode we talked about it i was probably more positive about it because i was like yeah she's just like us she tells jokes that no one laughs at and, <laughs> and i'm like straight up she her fucking jokes weren't funny at all and the whole thing that's what made her feel i guess real for a second there because i'm like oh dude it's like she probably would laugh at her own jokes i'm like that's the most human shit ever and yeah. then like and I'm like, well, it's just Ben Mendelsohn making me laugh because he doesn't understand anything. Because he's like, why, why would you kick someone's foot up your ass? I don't yeah. understand this. Uh, but then, like, yeah, and then I go back and think about it more. And then I watch her in, like, the future stuff. And I'm just like, fuck, this is so milk toast. I hate it. Like, it's just boring. And it 
it's not an interesting character um i don't think i don't, I don't know her stuff is in the comics i don't know like, i did find it funny though for like the last minute of this show when for some reason like ms marvel oh yeah she looks marvel around swap, and she's like yeah and she's like looking around this room of like an obvious fan person and she's just like what the fuck <laughs> yeah and i the weird thing too is i don't get the crazy hate people do have for it at the same time like i'm yeah. just like this character just is boring to me but there's some people that are like i fucking hate brie larson yeah and that's I'm like, weird because for me i'm like I'm did i miss like, something did, is there something that happened that i did not know that occurred because uh, i'm just like it's been before on, this I was, huh it depends on who, who you ask a lot of people were like they're just being misogynist and you'll, okay because i'm like uh convince those people that a female hero is good but i've seen her in like that two can't other be true things for everyone She's been in, like, two other things for me. One, Kong School Island. She was the photographer, mm-hmm. which was fine. Just, you know, a lot of the... All the characters in that show, were just, in that movie, were just kind of, like... She was also in Scott Pilgrim. Boring. <laughs> exactly! She was a fucking Scott Pilgrim! That show was great! And she sings really good! And yeah. I enjoyed that a lot! Uh, and I, I honestly, I, I do think she sung... She, I, I feel like she has an album or something. I actually want to look that up, because she. Does, I like her singing a lot. Um, but, yeah. I, I mean, I hope she could be better in the marvels like i'm not unwilling to be like no. i don't i'm gonna come in hating it like i i like it to be good if she's good in it she's good in it that's cool no i like um, her it's just my problem is captain marvel the character is just so powerful she is also super op yeah. that it's like what can you possibly challenge her with but yeah we'll see i guess well like it's the difference between her and superman superman's like fucking awesome and he's more powerful than she is easily uh but he has more weaknesses than she does, like magic and kryptonite. And yeah. that's like just very obviously there. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, so Miss Marvel, uh, her powers, like I said about that, um, those were like the big things was the her origins were changed of how she gets her powers. The powers she has are changed. And mm-hmm. then like the whole clandestine stuff isn't really in there. I don't even think they're in the comics at all. I have to like I, th- yeah, I, have to I tried look looking and... it up and i don't think i could find anything yeah no that was that was created um because the enemies she has in the beginning are much different and she also is like part of the whole civil war thing or like when they do civil war 2 mm. where captain marvel also fucking murders iron man and you're just like oh yeah oh yeah i like this character <laughs> in any form <laughs> uh, she felt bad about it he was already dead nah. <laughs> it doesn't matter it's just fucking he's dead he's dead uh but um, what was it? Uh, like she, there's some fucked up shit Captain Marvel does where Miss Marvel goes against her, and she's like, "You're literally trying to arrest people I know for something they didn't do yet, and like all you're doing is gonna potentially make them do it now, if anything, and all this shit." Um, and that's one of the main arcs in the original uh, run, uh, which is really cool. Uh, but. And there was the whole thing too is the reason I didn't like like I like I said I really like the show but the reason I was I have so many complaints about it too is it doesn't give her a chance to be Miss Marvel like you don't get her as Miss Marvel till the end which is I feel yeah. like you're robbed of that like at because, least we got her costume and her like running through the streets and stuff in the last episode but yeah they have to do more episodes for the second season because there's so much more I want to see there's I don't want to be fucking here's overall plot that you have to deal with entire season like i don't give a fuck about that Mm. i want the one-shot episodes where there's a funny kerfuffle with her and like some fucking robber in jersey i want the fucking warcraft villain she has to deal with in the game and then out of the game there's like random shit 
that she deals with in the comics that are straight up great Monster of the Week episodes. And I want Monster of the Week episodes with this character because that is what she is meant for. I know that this is more of a recent, like, sort of villain for Spider-Man, but it would fit for this kind of uh, Ms. Marvel. Having her, like, mess around with Screwball for an episode I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say Screwball. (laughs) I fucking knew it. Uh, that would be funny though if it was Screwball. Yeah. Um, Screwball but... is like basically they Marvel's attempt at like a a modern villain of like what would someone of today's generation do for like villain stuff that's not too insane like just murdering people and basically yeah. Screwball just makes these weird ass like Riddler esque challenges and forces. Oh, I remember, yeah, that's yeah, yeah just forces Spider Man to do games. this shit and she does it for like the Twitch views and that's it. <laughs> Dude, I, so that's funny in that game. Uh, I did all that for the Platinum. And then when she was back for all the DLCs, I was like, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> I was like, I'm tired. I don't, I don't want to do this again. Like, it's not worth it. Dude, I live in, even Spider-Man's like, I don't, I don't have time for this. I don't want to do this right now. Dude, even the fucking players, like, I don't have time for this. Yeah. Like, I don't want to, I straight up did not want to do her shit. I was like, fuck, I hate this. I hate challenge. I hate like trial I'm challenge fine with things. It as long as it doesn't go on for too long. I just don't like that they make it required if you want, like, completion of That's stuff. That's fair. That's what yeah. always kills me. That's what killed me for the Arkham games, too. I, I Dude, that made me so mad for Arkham Knight, where it's like, wait, so to get the actual end of the game, I have to do this shit. You have to do all the Riddler shit, and by the end of it, I did it, and I'm like, this fucking sucked, and then you get this stupid, like, it's a bad <clears throat> ending, and I'm like, yeah, you can tell Paul Dini left before this game. Yeah. <laughs> Because he, he wrote the first two, and then he left before three. And I was like, yeah, Paul Dini wasn't here. There was no... <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened here for Rocksteady. It was like... Rocksteady happened, and they were like, if it bleeds, we can kill it. We <laughs> saw Rocksteady bleed with the Riddler shit. Oh, man. But, yeah. So, uh, the other thing for Miss Marvel was the style. And when I say the style, I mean, like, they did all this cool, like drawn comic booky stuff and like the different fonts yeah, and all this I, I shit texted you about this or we we talked about it on the way to a movie that was like, one of the first things you said yeah, yeah i really liked the the visual style of just like whenever she's yes. texting someone like it doesn't even pop up as like a on-screen overlay it's like it'll show up in the background somewhere and it's like mm-hmm. so creative and, and like looked so cool all of it was really awesome i liked it a lot i liked that they did this and it felt very much in character of her because of how cartoony her character is normally and they did this and it's as close as you can get to something without making it feel too cringe cartoony. Like I said yeah. earlier, like they, they really pulled that off and I really appreciated that style. And I really hope they maintain that style in the future for her as well. Even I would love it if it's, there's some fucking dumb team up movie, whatever the, the Avengers, uh, has dude, I would love her fuck. and Peter to go like, like street level crime fighting. Yeah. Uh, if Peter's finally, yeah, if they finally make Peter Spider-Man in, after, <laughs> in the fourth movie, after it takes, I don't know how many years for that to happen, or five movies, because he was in two Avengers movies, so it takes five, five fucking movies to get Spider-Man. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, then her and Peter can do shit, like, yeah, or you could get Peter and Loki uh, eating hot dogs, and Loki's, like, saying something random, and he's like, listen, listen, Loki, I don't know what the fuck you're saying, so you could go back to Jersey where you came from. That's a conversation that happens. They have so funny. together. It's like, hey, Loki, what are you doing in the uh, in the city? It's like, oh, I'm just dropping off Alligator Loki in the sewers. <laughs> oh, that'd be pretty funny. Just some dude falls in the sewer and Alligator Loki uh, just bites his hand off. I really like that the Gators bite people's hands off. That was great. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, so Miss Marvel, there's so much potential for her. There's so absolutely much shit you can do with her. And, you know, they gave that whole, like, here's majority of Phase 6 and shit. And there's the two Avengers movies that I know everyone was hyped about. And I just kind of was looking at it like... I'm surprised yeah, they, it's they just happening. two of them. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, it was straight up as much as I expected. And That's it's like the thing. I, so I different, too. It's like the, the dynasty of Kang, or the Kang dynasty, and the secret wars like what <laughs> yeah i mean it, like i said it wasn't that big of a deal to me just because of it would be, it would have been a bigger deal if it wasn't for the fact that there was like 20 different fucking shows and movies coming and you're just like yeah there's just, here's two more and i'm like yep yeah all right sounds like something i'll be uh watching this year or that year with like eight other things non-stop where once again i don't really have a break but okay thank you for the marvel show um but we talked about that already uh like the whole like there's just too much marvel to the point well actually no we didn't we talked about that not on the show where um i like i said an ind individual projects can be great for marvel stuff but the amount of shit coming out is so much like i said before where you don't have time to critique anything anymore because the next thing comes out and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing yeah. and they want you to not even think about it to the point where like i said like i said I can't remember Moon Knight because there was like eight things already since then. I don't fucking remember anymore. I was hyped just... like for that show and I, I liked yeah. it when I watched it. And then just I think part of the problem is Obi-Wan was out at the same time. And I was just like got so Obi-Wan was the same time that, as uh, Miss Marvel, I think. They came oh, out. Was that it? Oh, my God. Yeah. There's too many things. Ah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's the point of Marvel has become uh, what Syndrome said in The Incredibles. If you guys remember the villain from Incredibles, yeah. once everyone is super, no one will be. And that is what has happened because now uh, I, I won't say it here, but I watched the movie Bullet Train and it felt so fucking refreshing because I'm like, I'm so marveled out. And I'm like, this feels so, like such a fresh movie because it's just people fucking killing each other on a train. And I'm like, this feels 20 times better than anything Marvel I've watched Dude, in we like both watched five years. Like Prey within the last week and we both were like, yo, that's just a good movie. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm just like, I'm straight up like looking forward more now to a movie because it's not a comic movie now. That's the most fucked up thing I've ever said. And as someone who always wants more comic book movies or used to and now does not want that because you better be careful what you wish for, yeah. now, I guess. I think it's probably just because like it doesn't, a single movie does not feel like such a massive time investment. But for Marvel now, it's just like, okay, I gotta, I gotta add this to my list. I gotta watch this. I gotta watch the next thing. There's like cause... five I Am Groot specials now that I don't yeah. actually want to watch. Like, I'm like, I I'll watch them, but I'm not going to watch them right now. I I'm mean... like, they're at the bottom of my... Usually I'm like, I'll get the Marvel thing done this week and stuff, but I'm like slowing down as piece by piece it happens. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't watch Thor in the first like week or so. Uh, it took like three weeks or something for me to watch Thor. And then like, I Am Groot, I'm like, I'll probably get to this in a month, maybe, because I'm like so behind yeah. on shows right now. And there's like eight other shows I would rather watch at this point. And I don't even think any of them are really besides Harley Quinn or even comic book oriented. I've been watching that. It's been funny. I'm excited for it. I haven't even started it yet. Um, and Westworld. God, yeah. Westworld has been insane. Yeah. So it's Marvel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I said, all about it. Love it. Have a lot of complaints still, but it's not with the character. It's not with, the world itself it's just with the length the pacing and a little bit of the cheapness and the budget for it and then the fact that it just is part of an overall thing that is just becoming fatiguing uh to a high extent uh 
that's it. Otherwise, the heart in it is there, and I can yeah. feel it, and I really appreciate it, and I do want more of it. I won't I, lie. Yeah. I, always, I will want a lot more of Miss Marvel. I want her to be in as much shit as possible, because uh, these some of these characters, I feel like, aren't going to get their due, because there's just so many things with so many different characters. A lot of them are just going to get the short end of the stick, I feel like. Um, but I'm looking forward to You don't think they'll ever do a uh, Squirrel Girl live-action show? <laughs> Probably, probably. yeah, they, no, they will. Because like that, that's and that's another... gonna start a whole thing. Like right now, they're like, we give She-Hulk to people because they'll go mommy and uh... they'll love that shit. And if we give fucking Squirrel Girl to people, all the dudes that dress up as fucking animals will be like, ah, oh, yeah, it's a Squirrel Shank, oh boy. And, also, you know, Squirrel Girl cause the other thing. Uh, from what I understand, Squirrel Girl often like pals around with uh, Craven. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know. I think there was a Squirrel Girl run with her. It's like her and Craven or something. That'd be really interesting. I have no idea. I didn't, I didn't read it. I just saw like uh. a thing and I was like, is that Craven with Squirrel Girl? And I was just like, I'm going to keep moving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's that thing where you look, you're in the subway and you see like a crazy guy and you go, ah, that's weird. And then you just keep walking. <laughs> Not my problem. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're Peter Parker, like, hot dog and uh, raindrops are falling. Yeah. And I got it. Spider Man 2. Great time. I got to hope that this short rushed season was uh disney's attempt at like a quick introduction to the character and her powers because like yeah like we said she by the end of the season she at least has her suit she's got a hold of her powers she has an idea of what she wants to do with them and and that has the support of her family even uh so i hope that next season they don't have to do like a quick six episode get it out the door uh season they can actually like do like eight ten episodes and like focus on a single plot like story or like you said have like a few episodes where she's literally just dealing with street level crimes and helping people out and here's the thing now getting into the final thing that i wanted to save for because it's kind of a big thing and we're for sure not talking about nope this time sorry yeah guys. No, uh, next episode. <laughs> uh not only would she be in the eternals and whatever random marvel projects they want to put her in but now she can be part of something that is the biggest part of the Marvel franchise that I care about more than really anything else in the Marvel franchise. Because the Avengers have never... The fuck no. Uh, <laughs> the Avengers have never meant anything to me. All the main Avenger heroes mean nothing to me. They're, they're, I could give two shits about them uh, before these movies. Even in these movies, I still... I'm like, that's cool. Uh, oh wait, they're dead. I don't care anymore now. Uh, they like they killed off like half of them. Um, whatever. And they also recast Edward Norton as Mark Ruffalo, and he's a joke now. But uh, the X Men, the mutants. So here is where things get fucking interesting because at the end, you know, you have Bruno saying, "Yeah, your genes aren't just Jin and Pakistan." Yeah, there's something like, different there that yeah, not it. It's not even in the you rest of your family either. Yeah. And you get the little X, the uh, fucking '90s X-Men music clip for a second there, and you know they. Here's the thing. It doesn't guarantee you that she's a mutant, but it's that thing where you're just kind of like, are they hinting the X-Men? Or are they just going to be like, you're I, inhuman? Yeah, and I then don't you just, think they would have done that music exactly if it was not but explicitly going to be a mutants thing. There is always that stupid chance because there's always you know someone's going to fuck something up. There's always a chance someone will fuck something up, and they just go, "Now nah, she's still an inhuman," and you'd be like, "Yeah, fuck. that's fair." Yeah, I, I think it's a low probability. I'm I'm saying like. That is a five to ten percent chance. That like it's not a big thing. Well, especially since it's a very low potential. Like Black Bolt literally showed up in uh, Doctor Strange too. Like 
yeah. that tells me that that Disney and Marvel are not completely done with those characters. I mean, one would say his appearance was a blowout. That. Ah. But um, I see what you did there. Yes. Uh, <laughs> really fast. My favorite. You know how everyone always does like the. He can take you out just by opening his mouth and she goes, what mouth? And then, you know, he does the thing. My favorite thing is uh, it shows Mr. Fantastic with Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man. And it's like, here's the thing, though. Uh, uh, Spider-Man's girlfriend's dead. And she goes, what dead girlfriend? And it shows Uh. when Stacy alive and and Spider-Man and Mr. Fantastic are like, yeah. That's (laughs) so fucking stupid. (laughs) It's so stupid. Um, But the whole thing with the mutant gene is it's the one thing we've been waiting for the only potentially good thing about that merger like i mean the whole thing with like fox and disney merging and them finally getting like the x-men is like we're waiting for them and we still don't know when they're coming we got a quick little hey look it's professor xavier in the fucking yellow chair in Doctor Strange. And then you go, cool, is he here? And yeah. his fucking neck gets broken from the inside. And you go, never I, mind. I think she just Forget what broke I said. His, his brain, like his psyche. Maybe that's what it was. She yeah. like killed his mental image of himself. Like kind of like, yeah, they, like you die in the dream, you die for real. But uh, yes. Yeah, she inceptioned they, him. They did also at some point mention that they're going to continue the X-Men 97 cartoon. Yes. That's, I don't know how that's going to That's somehow, fall 2023, like, I think. So it's like not even a year away. It's if, like a year and a half away. If somehow like Marvel can make the the what if episodes an actually important thing that ties into the rest of the MCU, they're going to do that for X-Men 97 somehow. And I don't know if I like that or not. Oh, wait, you think X-Men 97 will get into the MCU and they're that's gonna, how they're going to do it? I, I don't want to say I'm worried about it because it would be cool, but it's like I think they're just necessary. continuing that cartoon. It's like... I would look at it as, remember when they were like, hey, we're bringing back the Clone Wars for a final season? Yeah. I see it, this is what they're doing with the X-Men no, I, show. I think that is kind of what they're going to uh, do, but they're also maybe somewhere going to insinuate that, like, this has always been a thing. They've always been around in the MCU. and it's just, Oh, that kind of thing? It's going to be weird. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how they're, I don't know how they're going to fucking do it. It could we'll be, they, they could do a straight up, like, Xavier had every, like, everyone was like shielded it was or forgotten or just or yeah he literally just made everyone forget about mutants whenever they popped up that yes is not impossible actually that honestly that i'm fine with i'm totally that would be really cool he could literally do that with cerebro he just usually is more moralistic about it and is like no i can't be like messing with literally everyone i mean there's a whole thing of uh giancarlo esposito talking with marvel yeah. apparently right now and he could potentially be xavier and that i would was be like, an interesting take for sure i would i'll take that i'll yeah, shut up and take my money for that giancarlo esposito is fucking xavier that would be insane but um with miss marvel being an x-men apparently i think she was originally going to be an x-men in the comics the reason they changed it was because at that point when they were thinking of that uh marvel was attempting to kill the x-men because they were trying to basically sabotage fox more or less they were trying to sabotage those movies and they pretty much were like hey start making the x-men evil start killing them off doing all this shit so because of that and they were trying to make inhumans big miss marvel when she was being created very individually like she wasn't just like you could tell she was a very standout character she wasn't made to be like just part of the inhuman thing she was made to be her thing and they were going like yeah. she's gonna be a mutant and then brass, it, it was like brass a, came down it was and almost said, like she just happened to be an inhuman and that was she it. was 
it was more it was that thing of kind of she was created at the at the wrong place at the wrong time mm. type of thing where she almost got the x-men treatment and then they went no you get you get the the you get the gas spray people and you go oh fuck uh and now though they're like we can change that though we can correct that and we can make her part of the most popular group within marvel pretty much or at least pre-movies which was the x-men and imagining her as an x-men in two ways like one she would still have all her solo shit kind of like wolverine has all the time but two especially because like in the comics uh she forms her own young people team called the champions and on that team it's like mm. miles morales amadeus cho hulk uh viv vision um nova uh the the young nova version of him and then uh the time displaced young cyclops was in that team as well and cyclops and miss marvel became like really good friends and then like later on he you know he they returned to their time and she runs into adult cyclops and she's like hey this is really weird and he's like yeah i know right we used to be on the same team and she's like what and he's like oh you didn't know i remember everything i know all the stuff we did together and it was like a really heartfelt thing but like I, because of that as a comic book fan now i'm like dude if I can get, like, the first MCU X-Men team and have, like, oh, it's Cyclops, Jean Grey, Miss Marvel, like, them and, like, whoever else. Just give me those three, honestly, first. That'd be cool. And then throw in the others. I will be incredibly happy just to also see potentially the Emmet, like, have Miss Marvel have a potential X on her outfit would be so fucking that cool. That would be cool. That would be Dude, so fucking cool. Can you just like, I know this is probably looking way into the future, but can you imagine an actually good Phoenix, uh, a Dark Phoenix movie or saga? Like they could literally do an entire like they could. phase saga for the I mean, that Phoenix could be, Wars. yeah, that could be a whole thing. Like post, yeah, post King shit. Yeah, easily. Or they could do Galactus or Doctor Doom. Like Doctor Doom. Yeah. Would be like, or I guess he'll be the secret. I don't fucking, I don't care enough. That's too much. I just want, I just want X-Men. Uh, yeah, so there's all that shit. Because at this point, I'll tell you guys right now. Uh, I knew I, you know, I said Miss Marvel is my favorite Disney Plus show. Easily now, Miss Marvel is my favorite MCU character. Really? I'm just gonna say it right now. Yes, she is the one I'm investing everything into now. Of just like all my interest. It's like her, and then like I guess Winter Soldier has been. He honestly was my favorite for the most amount of time, and then. I'd say now he's just number two under her, but she is, she's number one. Cause a lot of my characters that I like from comics aren't even in there yet. That's uh, fair. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, I'm kind of waiting. I'm like waiting, watching Jon Snow uh, or Black Knight being like, when are you going to be Black Knight? I'm waiting. And then Blade's coming. I'm like, those are the two characters. I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah. Cause Moon Knight was supposed to be up there. I was like ready to be like, ah, you're going on the pedestal with the higher ups. And he just came out and I'm like, I'll have my people call you all people. Never mind, You're not coming up here at the top. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, I guess I'm Ms. just Marvel's... really lucky that one of my favorite characters is Spider-Man and they I keep getting Spider-Man movies. And I'm like, oh, boy, <laughs> well, that that's that's like saying you're never going to get a Batman movie. You're never you're always going to get yeah. those are the two things that will be always ever visible because they're also the two most oversaturated lines in current comic book anything. That's right fair. now. Yeah. So they'll never stop doing it. They'll they'll shove it down your throat whether you want it or not. Uh, in my case, at least for Batman, I'll, I'll I'll take it when it's on the big screen. So that's just me. But yeah, I think that is all the Miss Marvel shit. And I know I ranted a few times there, especially about my own fucking name. 
Uh, and then like we would go off there a little bit off the rails, but that, I figured that's what would happen um, because I, I knew there was a lot I wanted to say about the show and there's a lot you could say about the show. And I really hope that they learn from what they did and they can make an even better second season of the yeah. show and make more with this character. Cause this character is, I could you not have said it before. This is the modern day Spider-Man of Marvel easily. She is the one that has all the Peter Parker problems, but isn't Peter Parker. And also she's a brown girl. Yeah. And you know, Spider-Man isn't, he doesn't do that anymore. You don't get that feeling anymore. Uh, like you want him to just kind of evolve finally and grow up and not have to fucking erase shit anymore. And it's just like, yeah, do what Superman did and get married and have a kid or some shit. You know, that, that'd be nice. At least that's, yeah. you got some progress I, there. I'll agree with you there. Like as much as I love Spider-Man, it is a little bit frustrating that every time he has like some growth, like, oh my God, I'm not a poor like student anymore. Or like, I, I don't have to worry about money anymore. He, for some reason, either gives it up or it's taken away from him and he's back to being like a struggling dude in New York. And it's like that formula is funny and it, it it's worked for him for a long time. But like, yeah, you can you can it just take shows, it easy on it, Peter it sh- from time to time. It shows that a character in that type of situation will never win. Yeah, it shows that there's he'll never achieve anything. Which is the sad part. That's actually kind of a, a, a fucked up way of utilizing Spider-Man. Dude, uh, if you, you want to talk Straczynski about depressing that run Spider-Man where... comics, like uh, Spider-Man Reign is like so fucking sad. No, I bet. But um, yeah, so like she she really is doing everything modern day. And because she's a young high school kid, it actually works because there's so much ahead of her that you can do all this stuff with it. You can have her balance everything. And there's only like really just nowhere but up to go with that and i'm excited to see more of it in comics and in on the screen yeah um yeah that's that's miss marvel so don't fuck it up disney yeah don't fuck it up more than you already did uh next week we will have uh i guess we'll just first off um you know if you're already subscribing please uh Give us a five-star review if you're on Apple Podcasts. If you're listening on Spotify, please rate us. If it's YouTube, please uh, like and subscribe. But otherwise, you know, subscribe on whatever you're listening on. That would really help us out. Uh, if you have any questions or comments for the show, like feedback, anything, or if you want us to answer a question on the show, you can send an email at sutrasidetalk at gmail.com. Once again, it's sutrasidetalk. Uh, literally, the title of the show, just put it together, no spaces, at gmail.com. Boom. All done. Uh, you can, of course, also follow the show on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at Side Talk. And you can follow James on Instagram or on Twitter at InvaderJim124 and me on Twitter at GogoComzilla. You'll find all of that in the show notes on any version you listen to or watch. It's all there, all the links and everything else, all the uh, tags and whatnot. Um, also, I guess, yeah, so everything coming up. We will next week record and talk about Nope. It will definitely not be as long as this. So we'll talk about some other shit too. I'll probably talk about Bullet Train and maybe I'll finally talk about rewatching the Pirates of the Caribbean movies because I've been wanting to, I've been itching to talk about that. Uh, and then the week after like we'll probably do all our... all of them or just the good ones? Uh, well, I watched, rewatched the first three and for the first time I watched four and five. Oh, I never seen them before. Okay. I never watched them. Yeah. Until we can now. talk about that. <laughs> yeah. So we'll talk about the five Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Uh, the week after that, uh, we'll finally, I think, do our next Disney bundle, which will be, um, what was it? Turning Red, 
Lightyear, Encanto, uh, and, and maybe Rescue Rangers. Then I got a couple weeks to watch Encanto. Yeah, and then maybe Rescue Rangers. Finally watch that and see what the fuck that is. James, you could watch your sad Sonic in that or something. <laughs> I love that for some reason they shoehorn ugly Sonic in there. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be great. Why? So we'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about those four things uh, the following week. Uh, so that's coming up. After that, um, we'll see what happens uh, if there's something new that comes out. Also, we can talk about. Otherwise, there's plenty of backlog stuff I can finally pop out there. Actually, there's other shows like um, maybe we'll talk about Sandman. Uh, maybe we'll talk about uh, Resident Evil. Har- not Harley Quinn. I was gonna say Harley Quinn. Um, but uh, otherwise, hopefully we're recording it this Monday and we'll come out with it this week. But we'll have our next Sutra Sidewatch episode on the Timothy Dalton James Bond movie License to Kill. And then we'll finally hopefully get into our uh, Aenea Morricone or not, Mar- uh, not Aenea Morricone. Um, uh, that's the composer. But basically Sergio Leone. And uh, Akira Kurosawa films we were going to do, which was uh, Yojimbo and mm. uh, Fistful of Dollars. And then um, for Cut of Steel, it will be coming back sooner than I uh, wanted it, that I planned it <laughs> for because <laughs> that I wanted it. Um, once Harley Quinn season three wraps up, we will do an episode that will cover all three seasons plus the tie-in comic uh, that was like the Eat, Pray, Kill tour, I think it was uh. called. Um, so we'll do those four things together in an episode was it eat kill bang eat bang yeah eat kill bang that's what it was uh so we'll do that and then we'll also do uh eventually i'm working on it but right now so my current focus right now is i'm still going through all the uh the past youtube uh episodes and getting 30 second one minute maybe in a minute and a half clips for tiktok still putting those out i'm a little bit behind on it and i'm trying to get it done once it's all done i'm focusing like the big next focus is straight up that could have still whatever happened to the DCU, which will be one to three episodes. And we're going to cover every single movie announced since man of steel, because even if it's one that came out, there might be an alternate story of what it was originally going to be before they changed it. So we're going to cover everything that came out, everything that was canceled, everything that's still coming, but it's going to be very, that's why it's going to be a very heavy one. That's going to take a lot of research to go through everything and find everything out. And it's going to be really fucking fun to talk about just kind of uh, a trudge to research um, which is why it's going to take so much time and like i said i'm still trying to figure out uh ways to better get us known on podcast platforms on youtube still working on that uh it's you know everything takes a long time but working on it uh other than that i think that is everything coming and all the shit going down um yeah but until next time guys catch you later thanks for listening